Happy Friday to you, and thanks for listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. This is our Friday Five, where we recap the week's headlines that agents should know about. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and we are gearing up for another round of summits next week. Really excited about that, and I suppose that is as good a place as any to start our list this week. On Wednesday, next week, we will be in New Jersey. And then on Thursday, we will be in New York and Florida. And when I say we, that's Ritter Insurance Marketing, we. But if you want to know where I will be, New Jersey and New York. Very excited for both of these summits. But if you're attending the Florida summit, special shout out to you. Wish we could have been there live. Can't be in two places at once, though. For that Florida summit, you'll get to see a great interview between myself and our compliance and risk management lead, Allison. We had a great conversation about the upcoming compliance changes, and those attending our Florida summit will be the first to see that interview that took place in our studio, neon logo blazing in the background. So if you've been thinking about attending, haven't been sure about it, sign up. Again, New Jersey on Wednesday, New York and Florida on Thursday. Still time to register at summits.ritterim.com. And just in case you need more convincing, at both the Jersey and New York summits, I will be giving away podcast stickers and t-shirts. Don't forget your business cards, because we are also raffling off a pair of second-gen Apple AirPod Pros and a Yeti tumbler in your choice of color. Next up, number two, just as important, the official countdown to AEP 2024 has begun. Just 37 days between now and being able to write that first application on October 15th. So keep plugging away at those trainings and certifications, sign all the attestations, get yourself in a good position to be ready on day one this year. And then just 23 days left until October 1st, when planned details for Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D go live and can be discussed with beneficiaries. Mark your calendars. Number three. On Tuesday this week, Fierce Healthcare put out an article highlighting a recent study from researchers with the Department of Health and Human Services on Medicare switching. And there's a lot of great takeaways from that study that I would like to highlight. The study specifically looked at patterns of enrollment growth in Medicare Advantage going back to 2006 through a very current 2022 which is fantastically recent for studies in our industry. Initially, Dr. Steven Scheingold, one of the authors of the study, said the researchers were looking to prove the following hypothesis, quote, that the new beneficiaries, those turning 65, were overwhelmingly choosing Medicare Advantage, and that was one source of the growth in Medicare Advantage, end quote. And they did that. The team looked at data beginning with 2006, when 16% of those turning 65 
and becoming eligible for Medicare, chose a Medicare Advantage plan. By 2022, 43% of T65 eligibles went with Medicare Advantage. Looking into the data of those switching between original Medicare and Medicare Advantage, researchers found that since 2017, not accounting for a brief dip from 2021 to 2022, the rate of beneficiaries switching from original Medicare, or fee-for-service as they call it in the study, to Medicare Advantage has increased. And then the highlight of the study, we're going to quote this here, total MA enrollment increased from 6.3 million in December 2005 to 30.3 million in December 2022. The source of the growth, however, fluctuated during this time. Between 61% and 90% of the new MA increase was due to switching, with a much smaller share due to changes in eligibility. Moreover, recent trends represent an acceleration of switching compared with what occurred before 2020. The share of MA enrollment growth due to switching was 80% or more each year from 2020 to 2022, compared with 61 to 79% in the prior 10 years, end quote. Beyond the numbers, I think what's great about this study is that there are some characteristics identified about who has historically switched. And that's the last thing about the study that I will highlight here today. So the overall switching rate from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage, 7.4%. The switching rate for females, 7.2%. The switching rate for males, 7.7%. Switching rates broken out for race and ethnicity found Black and Hispanic beneficiaries had higher switching rates, 15.6 and 15% respectively followed by a 9.4% for Asian beneficiaries, 9.4% for Native American or Alaska Native, 7.1% for the other category, and then a 6.4% switching rate for white beneficiaries. Not too much of a difference between urban and rural. A 7.3% switching rate for urban beneficiaries and a 7.8 switching rate for rural beneficiaries. Higher rates of switching were found with dual-eligible beneficiaries, an 18.6% switching rate for beneficiaries who were partially dual-eligible, and then a 14% switching rate for full dual-eligibles. As beneficiaries aged, the rate of switching from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage over that time period decreased. For the 65 to 69-year-old demographic, a 9.5% switching rate. 70 to 74-year-olds had a 5.9% switching rate. 5.1% for ages 75 to 79 4.6% for ages 80 through 84, and a 3.8% switching rate for those over the age of 84. And again, the characteristics I'm mentioning here 
are for beneficiaries switching from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage. There is also data for those switching from Medicare Advantage back to original Medicare, but those rates are lower. Some interesting stats here. Highly recommend looking into that study, reading the write-up from Fierce Healthcare as well. We will be linking to both of those in the episode notes. Number four, Instagram has long been my favorite social media app. Not sure that too much about that is going to change in the near future. But what did surprise me was a feature I recently read about that as soon as I read it, I was 97% sure that it was turned off, mainly because I don't remember ever turning it on. This week, I learned that Instagram has a feature that allows users to upload photos and videos at the highest quality, sacrificing speed of upload. In short, to save time, they'll upload a lower quality version of your photos and videos depending on network condition. It is a feature that by default is turned off. So if you want to upload the highest quality photos and videos, you've got to turn that setting on. Mine was set to default. And the reason I knew that after reading the article, I have had a few photos that appear to post correctly, but in the thumbnail preview on my profile grid, You can tell the image is lower quality because it's just a smidge pixelated. So now I know why that happened. And hopefully, in enabling Instagram to use my high-quality originals, that will not happen again. Very simple process. Just five short steps. Those are outlined in an article that we will link to in the episode notes. Number five. On Wednesday this week, Wendy's announced their plan to get in on the pumpkin spice market. They will be releasing a pumpkin spice cold brew and a pumpkin spice frosty on Tuesday, September 12th. If pumpkin spice is your thing, there you go. You can pick up your fix at even more places. I did end up trying out the pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks on the morning of our Harrisburg summits. Full disclosure, I did add some caramel sauce in an attempt to make it taste better. I am not a fan. I definitely will not be ordering that one again. I'll just have to wait for the holiday menu. Maybe we will get a peppermint mocha cold brew. Just have to put it out there in the universe. Maybe someone will hear, but that is all I have for you this week. If you're attending the summits, make sure you're following along with the podcast. You will find out why when you get your programs at the summits. And also, it just makes us super happy when we get that notification of a new follower, just that little bit of dopamine. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen. 